In honor of National Library Week, the Friends of Petersburg Libraries and KFSK present a new quiz show called Check It Out! How much do you know about your public library? Match wits with three contestants, Cindy, Matthew, and Mary Ellen, here in the studio as they try to answer questions about our library. I'm going to ask a question with three possible answers. You will have five seconds to pick the correct answer and write it down. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Ready. Okay, first question. How many elementary school students take part in the public library's summer reading program, Summer Stream? Is it one student in 10, one student in two, or one student in 25? Go. Cindy, what was your answer? I wrote one in two. Matthew, what do you think? One in two also. And you, Mary Ellen? I say one in two. Amazing, you are all correct. That's right, fully half of the students in our elementary school participate in the Public Library Summer Reading Program. Now, question number two. On average, how many items per person are checked out from the public library each year? 11 items, five items, or 27 items? Get ready to write your answer and go. How many do you think? I went with 27 items. What about you, Matthew? I guess 27 items. What do you think, Mary Ellen? Well, 27 items sounds right to me. Once again, you are all correct. An average of 27 items per person are checked out each year. Now, for your final question. Many people, both locals and visitors, come through the doors of our public library, but how many come each year? Would you say 10,000, 60,000, or 15,000? Get ready to write your answer and go. And stop. Cindy, what's your answer? I guessed 60,000. What's your answer, Matthew? I say 60,000, too. Mary Ellen? I like the sound of 60,000. 60,000 sure sounds like a lot, but that is the correct answer. Why, that's enough to fill the Seahawks Stensory Link Stadium. Well, ladies and gentlemen, our contestants are all well-informed about our public library. They are all winners, and so are you. So take the time during National Library Week to visit your public library and... Check it out! out.
Welcome to Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and it's that time again, National Library Week. And what you just heard was a recording done in 2019 by the, some of the friends of Petersburg Libraries to celebrate National Library Week. So the music that you hear in that recording was done by the Topeka and Shawnee County Public Libraries, and it is called Check It Out, Taylor Swift parody that they videoed for National Library Week. And we will put the link to that in our podcast so you can check out that video on YouTube because it's a lot of fun. Today on Homegrown Conversations, we have Sue Paulson and Kathy Cronlin to talk about the history of Petersburg Libraries and the history of the Friends of Petersburg Libraries we also have a few patrons to tell you what they love about the Petersburg Public Library. Sue Paulson reflecting on Petersburg Library history. It is a time to do it for this is National Library Week. Petersburg, Heritage of the Sea, a publication by the Petersburg Public Library Board tells us of the early days of our public library. Like the commercial fisheries around here, the library has metaphorically gone from the Stone Age to the Space Age in 90 years. Fisheries started in the age of sail, our library with a single shelf at the American Legion Hall. The American Legion Auxiliary founded it there with a request for donated books and the doors opened only on Tuesdays and Saturdays in November of 1931. Mr. and Mrs. Bert Cornelius and Miss Myrtle Cornelius did much of the cataloging. Delia Sarf was called in to help order new books since she regularly received the New York Times and was familiar with the book reviews. Membership was offered at $1 a card, but no one was turned away for lack of that fee. There was a limit to the number of books to be taken out, so some people took out membership cards in the names of new babies so they could check out more books. When the library began, there were schools at Point Agassiz, at Scow Bay, and across the Narrows. There were people at Level Island, at Mines and Wawadsky, at Mink and Fox Farms nearby. All of these folks borrowed books from the library. The territorial government sent $150 annually to help buy those books. In 1935, the library board of directors consisted of Carol Clausen, George Beck, Robert Allen, Dr. Joseph Rood, Myrtle Cornelius, Ellen Hasbrook, Mrs. Reinke, and Harold Dawes. The library had moved into the Swanson building on Main Street where the Petersburg pilot is today. And it was receiving municipal support in the form of rent and the librarian's salary. In 1937, the board members included Ellen Hasbrook, Jesse Anderson, Laura Johnson, Magna Hill Lee, Lester Wingard, Carol Clausen, Carol Dawes, and H.W. Bro. That year, 64 card carrying members borrowed 2,020 books. In 1940, the city increased its library support and school superintendent Lester Wingard was board president. In 1953, there was a reorganization of library governance. In order to receive state funds, Petersburg had to have an elected library board. The first to be elected, Alice Longworth, Colleen Nicholson, Angie Hofstede, Vange Tate, Sybil Locken, Lorraine Thompson, Mary Reed, Carol Engie, and Jane Hensey. In August of 1960, our public library moved to the second floor of the new, at that time, municipal building. It was there 63 years. 
until the people of Petersburg, supported by the state of Alaska, the Rasmussen Foundation, and the United States Department of Agriculture and Rural Development built the modern public library we enjoy today. Clara Hanna was Petersburg's first librarian, followed by Delia Sarf, Christine Fryer, and her assistant, Emma Gilliland, Joyce Jenkins Schultz, and now Tara Alcock with Chris Weiss and Kari Peterson. School libraries came a bit later. The original 1920s concrete block school had collections of donated books in all the classrooms, of course, but no library. I cannot help but recall teacher principal Harold Bergman, upon finding a seventh grade student reading a Reader's Digest condensed book, throwing that volume out the third story window and making that student read the Bible for an hour out of respect for literature. The 1954 high school, now the middle school building, had the first high school library built in and the first school librarian, Ruth Sandvik, who became the most powerful library advocate we have ever known. The 1970s Racy Stedman Elementary School included a library and through the years, librarians have included Mrs. Jordan, Kathy Cronland and Mary Ellen Anderson. Now the school libraries are run by Carissa Cotta, assisted by Vonda Neunecker. So from the earliest days in our town, we have had libraries that grew with the population and the times. Just as the fishermen of the 1930s could not have imagined today's radar, fish finders and AIS, library users then would have been staggered at our book collections, our use of internet sources, electronic books, varieties of children's programs, and the fact that now our public library is a community center bursting with books, art, lectures, children's programs, and meetings of all sorts. It is a testament to the dedication of the library builders of our past and today's staff and citizens that we have a library system that is such a part of our community. National Library Week, time to celebrate. Can you start by telling me your name? Ida Floor. Ida Floor. So, what do you like about the library, Ida? Um, I like the books to look at and the movies to watch. Yeah. Do you have a favorite book? Um, yes. Yes. Do you want to tell me what it is? Um, it's called, I don't know the name, but... It's, it has T-Rexes not listening to their moms. My name is Sherilyn Floor, and my favorite part of the library are the people there. I'm Monty Romine, and what I love about the library is I can come here at any time that I want and I can learn whatever I want. Just have to look around or I can find the movies that I want to watch. Basically, I can find anything I want to do here. I am Alex Helms and my favorite thing about the library is the kind staff and how helpful they are. I'm David Helms, and my favorite thing about the library is the quiet. I'm Cedar Helms, and my favorite thing about the library is how I'm able to find a book I want. 
I'm Serena Helms, and I like that you get to take home adventures in little packages. Hi, I'm Lauren Helps, and I and I like everything about the library. If you are just joining us, this is Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. I'm Kari Peterson, and today I'm talking with friends of Petersburg Library's members and former librarians, Sue Paulson and Kathy Cronland. So I wanted to know a little bit more about the, the friends of Petersburg Libraries. Can you tell me a little bit about their history, Sue? Sure. The Friends of Petersburg Libraries was formed 19 years ago, and at that time, the group determined it wanted to be in support of not only our public library, but our school library. So that's why we have such a name. And a big goal that we had immediately was to do whatever we could to support the building of a new public library as the 1960 establishment in the municipal building was... Uh, you could hardly creep through the stacks because the uh, collection had grown so large and the floor was actually in danger. So we really needed a new building. So that was the friend's idea. We should help work towards that. And of course, in 2013, it became a reality. Yes, a beautiful new building. So since that time, the friends have gone on to do many things in support of library programs and facilities in schools and in the public. We like to um, offer financial support to programs. We like to buy things that are not in the budget for these libraries. One of our main uh, sources of, in, of uh, money, of course, is are the book sales, the ongoing book sales as they have been for many years. And the money that uh, is, is gained by that activity goes to support other things such as um, the discovery kits that the public library has had in the last few years and um, a, a good program called Books for Babies and, and quite a few other, um, other endeavors. Yes, in fact the friends are proud to say they've contributed for a new rug for the grade school library. They've helped with the story poll out in front of the public library. They are always big supporters of the summer reading programs. Uh, and they have helped with Curiosity Creates, an after-school program for kids. When Christmas comes around at the bookstore, we have the Giving Tree with titles that are wanted by the school library. So people have a chance to assist uh, in buying those. And then I think we usually buy the rest of them. So we've, we've helped with furnishings and programs throughout the years and hope to do even more. But those book sales... The membership, which is only $10, and uh, donations to our 501c3 organization help fund all these things. And it's, uh, it's a pleasure. So we really would invite anyone interested, please uh, check the public library website, psglib.org, if I'm not wrong. And there is a link to membership and a story about the friends on that page. There's also a brochure at the public library desk. So if you come in person, you can pick that up. Yes. We also at the Friends love to join in on celebrations and functions and receptions of all sorts. So, you know, we are the cookie brigade. Yes. <laughs> and very good at it. Well, thank you for sharing that.
Today, Thursday, April 8th, is Take Action for Libraries Day. So if you're interested in supporting your local library, become a member of the Friends of Petersburg Libraries, and you can get more information at www.psglib.org or visit the library and pick up a brochure. Coming up next, Kathy Cronlin shares with us her poem about the history of Petersburg Libraries. Way back in the 30s, the world was a mess with wars and economies being depressed. But Petersburg people, the future in view, they founded a library, did it for you. A shelf in the Legion Hall was the first place a move on to Main Street provided more space. Books then were ordered and cataloged new and borrowed by people from out of town too. Those bad times, they faded and vanished away. The library flourished for many a day. The people kept coming, yes, so many more in time they could hardly get in through the door. A new city hall, when the 60s were new, found the library space, a room with a view. For 63 years, reading fiction or facts, we gazed out the window and browsed through the stacks. Some thought when the digital age came to stay that library patrons would wander away. But still, many people showed up at the gate and more space was needed. It just couldn't wait. For the library truly kept up with the times. The outlook had broadened, the scope redefined. It was books and beyond with good service for all, the old and the young, the short and the tall. Much money for building piled up in the bank, state cash and donations for which we gave thanks. Then the city sold bonds which filled in the gaps and the Rasmussen grant came and put on the cap. In 2013, Things still were a mess with wars and economies feeling recessed. But Petersburg people, the future in view, they built a new library, made it come true. The library opened with great celebrations, a blend of tradition and new innovations, a gathering place for the folks of our town, a place to be proud of, a jewel in the crown. A lovely new library blooming where planted which maybe a few started taking for granted. Then COVID invaded our beautiful aisle. The library had to close down for a while, but clever librarians were not deterred. They set up new protocols, got out the word. Now, when we need something to view or to read, grab it and go is the way to proceed. Someday, maybe soon, though we cannot say when, the library truly will open again. For Petersburg people, the future in view, they love their library and their library crew. Thank you to both of you for being on the show today. And thank you for all of your support of Petersburg Libraries. Well, it's our pleasure, isn't it, Kathy? It is our pleasure. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. All right. Onward and upward. See you later. Bye. We would also like to give a big shout out to Chris Weiss, 
Chris is the public library's IT department all by herself. When Chris arrived at Petersburg Public Library in 1987, we still used car catalogs to look up books. Chris is responsible for bringing Petersburg Public Library into the digital age and keeping us up to date. From the card catalog, to the first searchable computer database, to public internet access, to ebooks, to our new catalog that allows patrons to search all the libraries in the state of Alaska that participate in the Alaska Consortium, making millions of books and DVDs available to Petersburg residents. Thank you, Chris Wise, for bringing Petersburg Public Library into the digital age. In honor of National Library Week, I wanted to share with you two poems that are my favorite that are about books. The first one is called To Any Reader, and it's the last poem in the book a Child's Garden of Verse by Robert Louis Stevenson. And this poem has been a very favorite of mine for many years. To any reader, as from the house your mother sees you playing round the garden trees, so you may see, if you will look, through the windows of this book, another child far, far away, and in another garden play. But do not think you can at all, by knocking on the window call, that child to hear you, he intent, is all on his play business bent. He does not hear, he will not look, nor yet be lured out of this book, for long ago the truth to say, he has grown up and gone away, and it is but a child of air that lingers in the garden there. And now, a book by Emily Dickinson. There is no frigate like a book to take us lands away, nor any coursers like a page of prancing poetry. This traverse may the poorest take without a press of toll. How frugal is the chariot that bears the human soul. Thank you for joining us today to celebrate National Library Week with a little history of Petersburg Libraries. Petersburg Public Library looks forward to connecting you to the world of ideas. The library is open to browse. We encourage grab-and-go services at this time and do have limited socially distanced distance seating available. The Friends of Petersburg Libraries currently has used books available to purchase in the library during business hours. This has been Homegrown Conversations, a collaboration between KFSK and the Petersburg Public Library. Today's show will be archived as a podcast at www.psglib.org. We will sign off with an original song written and performed by Alec and Nicole McMurray. Says me, far as I be known, having time to snack around in comfort all the year. So when we get a little time before our boat gets going, we head on down to the library, and this is what we hear.
was a little kid, for I'd done my growing. Couldn't read or write so well, I didn't have the gear. No, I couldn't read or write so well before I'd done my school then. But I'd head on down to the library, and this is what I hear. Come, Come on in, look all around, there's plenty forward to see. Make your own self right at home, I love the library. Maybe get a book online and check it out for free. Grab something great to listen to for sailing or for rowing. And finish the last chapter in that best ever story. Come, Come on in, look all around, around. There's, there's plenty forward to see. Make your own self right home. I love the library. never slowing most enjoy the library I think for many years yes most enjoy the library as long as tide is flowing so head on down to the library and this is what you'll hear come, come on, on in and look, look all around there's plenty forward to see make your own self right at home I love the library come on in and look all around there's plenty forward to see Make your own self right at home, you'll love.